Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're down to 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Starts. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Sound Sports Radio, 1019 FM, is it opening day yet? You know, I'm actually excited about the Rangers and Devils Thursday night. I mean, I know we got the baseball opening day, and it's going to be fun. But the Devils-Rangers game Thursday is going to be more uh, meaningful. And, you know, the Rangers, another win at the Garden. They dominate the Blue Jackets. Now we'll take on those Devils on Thursday at uh, at the Rock. And you know, the game is huge as far as the standings go where you know these two teams are going to be playing each other in all likelihood in that first round of the postseason. We've been talking about it all year long. And it's going to be basically for home ice. Each team right now has played 74 games. Each team you know, right now, oh, no, wait, is that not updated? The Rangers, didn't the Rangers play, uh, didn't the Rangers just tie them last night? I don't think this is updated. Maybe the Rangers then played um, a game more. Either way, you look at it in the standings here. You know, Rangers are coming for the Devils. And that is a huge game Thursday night. After, of course, opening day for both the Yankees, you have it. That's a, you know what? That's a call and sick day if I ever saw one. Not for me, of course, but for you out there. You're watching the Yankees at one, you got the Mets at four, and you got the Rangers Devils at seven. That is as good a sports day as we've had in a while here. What are the Knicks doing that night? Either way, this is, like I said yesterday, the calm before the storm where we get set for Major League Baseball to open up. And, you know, the issues that we went over yesterday with both the Yankees and the Mets going into the season. There's a lot of competition in the the American League that the Yankees are going to have to deal with. Obviously, the National League, I think, is deeper and tougher. But we talked about the Mets uh, a lot yesterday. You look at some of the teams in the American League that may be getting overlooked. I mean... You never know here what the Yankees or Mets, and it feels like, and the reason I guess I'm talking about this is because yesterday on Baseball Night in New York, we did some predictions, and most of the panel had the Yanks and Mets getting to the postseason doing okay, but falling short of making it to the World Series. And I kind of agree with that, where 
I don't look at either of these teams right now as World Series winning teams. So the expectations in the offseason, obviously the payroll says one thing, but the reality says another. And I know that the teams will change. And look, the way that they look right now, whether it's the Yankees rotation that's banged up, whether it is the Mets DH spot or lack of an impact bat or bullpen, whatever. These things will change throughout the course of the year. And maybe at that point, these teams will be built more complete to go out there and make a run. And every team's got issues. I mean, we're just focusing on the Mets and Yankees because we're here in New York and that's what we do. You look around Major League Baseball and even though I say, well, there's going to be some competition, and I do think that there will be some competition in in both leagues. I mean, you look in the Mets' own division with the Braves and Phillies, you look at the Padres, uh, you know, you look at the Dodgers, you have to give them credit. I know everybody thinks they're going to have a, ba- a bad year or a down year, but you still have to give them respect. I mean, the Dodgers, uh, a team that wins 100 games with ease in the regular season. But you look at, you know, the Blue Jays, the Mariners, maybe the Angels, maybe the Rangers, obviously the Astros. I mean, who knows? Cleveland. I mean, it's not just like, the Yankees and Strohs, and that's it in the American League. Toronto is going to be good. Tampa's always a pain in the neck. It's, you know, and the Yankees didn't really do much to improve. Neither of these teams did much to improve yet. Maybe they'll wait to the trade deadline and see what happens. But right now, I don't think you can say comfortably that we'll see either a Subway Series or even one of these teams competing in the World Series. And that is a a dose of reality that in the offseason we didn't want to hear. I mean, we got caught up in the hype and thinking about these two teams and the possibilities and all that stuff. And again, they're, they're two of the best teams in, in baseball. As a matter of fact, I was looking at the odds yesterday too. I think the Yankees are second favorites right now to win the World Series. Mets are tied for third with the Dodgers. So they are still top teams. But I'm just not feeling it right now. And of the two, I don't even think there's a question about it. The Yankees are closer to me to being more complete than the Mets are. A lot of times in sports, you have to be lucky. You know, obviously you have to be good first. We get that. But you also have to be lucky with the way things go throughout the course of a long season. You need things to break right. Not only do you have to make certain moves and have them go well, you need somebody to come out of nowhere, whether that's a kid from the minors, whether it is a a guy that you don't expect to do a lot that has a career year. You need a couple of career years and then everybody else to do what they're expected to do. And then some to go out there and win a World Series. That's what happens. Now, the Mets and Yankees have loaded up their rosters, but the Mets, so far, a lot hasn't gone right, losing Diaz for the entire year. At least the Yankee injuries are limited, where you expect to get Rodon back early May. Bader will be back maybe around that time as well. But the Yankees on, you know, you look at their lineup. I mean, the Yankees are loaded even with the issues that they have. There's margin for error with the Yankees. They still have their ace atop that rotation who has been durable, who's been reliable, who's been good. He's, I mean, Garrett Cole's been dominant. They still have Nestor Cortez backing him up in that rotation, even though they lost the other three-fifths of it to start the year. They still have some young arms that have shown promise. 
Their bullpen is loaded. The lineup, even without Harrison Bader, you take him out of the mix, you've got Judge, you've got Stanton, you've got Rizzo. They think Donaldson's going to have a bounce back year. As we talked about yesterday, Donaldson could be that, that X factor because of the power that he could provide along with those other guys. I mean, if Donaldson has a year that Boone thinks he's going to have, the Yankees are going to be they're going to be tough to stop. So even with the issues that we talk about with the Yankees after spring training, and really the number one thing you want from spring or coming out of spring is health. And neither team was fortunate enough to have that completely. For different reasons and different amounts. You know, the Yankees have had more players get hurt, but the Mets have had the more significant injury. But you look around at that Yankee team, even with the issues coming out of spring, and they are as loaded as loaded as can be. And you know that they're going to go out there and get whatever it is that they need. But still, I mean, I don't look at them right now much different than what I saw last year. And maybe Volpe could be that difference maker. Maybe Rodon, if he comes back healthy, can be that difference maker to put them over the top. Worst case scenario, they're still one of the best teams in the American League. But you can see a team like the Mariners being a pain in the neck in the postseason. You can see, you know, obviously it goes without saying the Astros. You could see a team like the Blue Jays being a pain in the neck in the postseason. It was never like that during the Yankee dynasty years. I mean, with good reason, they were a dynasty. But even after that, you always felt like, even in the years the Yankees didn't win the World Series, you always felt like they were the team to beat. I don't look at the Yankees right now as the team to beat. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe they fly under the radar to a certain extent. Again, look at those odds. Is the Yankees' second uh, favorite to win the World Series. Maybe that's, there's no such thing as under the radar and the New York Yankees. But I just get the sense that a lot of people, as opposed to last year, right? It's kind of the opposite of last year, where you had... Everybody, it seemed, were picking the Blue Jays to win the division. And I was like, wait a second. Come on. People were picking the Yankees to finish third or fourth. What are we doing here? This is the New York Yankees. And obviously the Yankees went out there and won the division and really took the division by storm to start the year. Had a little bit of a scare, maybe... And, you know, at some point in August, I know they struggled for a couple of months there, but the division, even with that struggling, the division was never really in doubt. But now this year, it seems like people are going to be on the Yankees for the most part. But maybe you get some people, maybe you get a team where, you know, now it'd be the opposite, where last year everybody was picking Toronto and the Yankees win. This year, everybody picked the Yankees, and then you get a team that kind of comes out of nowhere, or maybe not out of nowhere in Toronto's case, but a team that surprises. And that's why you love baseball. Anything can happen here. Mariners could be a dangerous team. Texas might, you know, with Bochy, all of a sudden might be a real player. Postseason series, you know, who the hell knows? But I guess just the expectations of World Series or bust for each team. You know, the Yankees, it's still a little different. I know the Mets have the highest payroll. Yankees, it's a little different because they have not been to a World Series since 2009. Think about that. The Yankees haven't been to a World Series in 2009. At some point, they're going to break through. Could this be the year? I can't say that right now. I feel like they're the favorites, as loaded as they are. I can't say that they were 
are going to be the favorites. You know, plus, you know, what kind of year do you expect Judge to stay healthy again? You know, how lucky are they going to be? As we said, that's a big factor, too. How lucky are they going to be? Anyway, of the two, I think the Yankees have the better chance. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just negativity creeping in off of the ending of last year. I don't know if it's the Edwin Diaz injury. I wasn't caught up in the age of Scherzer and Verlander, but the more I think about it, and maybe the closer we get to opening day, the more I think, man, you know what? It could really be a problem. You can paint easily worst-case scenario for Mets and see how this thing could go off the rails. Verlander, Scherzer, banged up, you know, aging, don't have it, not dominant. Kodai Senga, who's a question mark going in, and an X-factor, as a matter of fact. I think he's a big X-factor, but he's a question mark. You don't know what you're going to get. He could dominate and be better than Bassett, or he could be way less durable or re- and reliable as Bassett was a year ago. He might be the key, assuming that you get close to the production that you expect to get with Scherzer and Verlander. Anyway, you could paint, you know, is Alonzo Lindor, are they going to match what they did a year ago? These have been two very consistent players throughout the course of their careers. Obviously, Lindor's a little bit longer than Pete, but both these guys have been legit stars. Both these guys have played every day. Both these guys have posted consistent numbers. Is that going to continue? And when we talk about the Yankees' margin for error, the Mets don't have that. Where if, for whatever reason, they don't get that production from Lindor and Alonzo, they're screwed. They are top-heavy. Scherzer, Verlander, Lindor, Alonzo. Now, they have some balance and some depth, but World Series-type depth in a loaded National League? Not yet. Not when Daniel Vogelback is the primary DH. Not when you don't have a closer after losing Edwin Diaz. Not when there are question marks even in that rotation with, you know, Carlos Carrasco, who didn't look great this spring, and Peterson I like, but still an unknown. I mean, they, but I, I guess the overall point here is, as we are now officially at Wednesday, tomorrow, do you believe it? Tomorrow is opening day. The expectations, I think, need to be leveled. It's just not all about the payroll. And it's also not about, okay, well, they're a really good team. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Good, a good team, a playoff team, that's different than a World Series loaded team. Like the Mets with Correa and Diaz, to me, World Series caliber team. Yankees fully healthy with Rodon in there, with Severino. Oh, if everything goes right as far as Volpe producing the way that we expect him to produce, then okay, World Series caliber team. But like I said, the Yankees are much closer, I think, than the Mets are at this point. Either way, I'm excited for opening day. I'm just trying to curb the enthusiasm with the lofty expectations. And I wonder if Yankee fans would feel okay if they had, you know, another year similar to last year to go out there and win the division maybe don't get swept, but fall short. Is anything acceptable for the Yankees falling short of the World Series, of an appearance, not even just winning it, I'm talking about just getting there. Anything less than that acceptable? Probably not. And for the Mets, while the expectations are raised, I I don't feel like 
it is truly World Series of Bust. It would be disappointing, but I think the Mets can have a better year than last year without winning the World Series and still deem it a success. Eventually, they're going to have to get to the World Series and win one. Those are the expectations with Cohen. That's what it is with the highest payroll. I just don't get the feeling that this is going to be that year. 877-337-6666. Baseball is front and center, at least on my mind. I mean, you know, Rangers and Devils Thursday is going to be a big game. And I know that Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, you know, Woody Johnson, you know, making, um, I don't want to say making a fool of himself, embarrassing himself a little bit, being so pathetic as to, you know, basically beg Aaron, oh, uh, or Odell in this case. Oh, I can't believe a player like Odell would even consider the Jets. Like, dude, come on, have some dignity and self-respect. And he talks about wanting to make it all about winning. I'm impatient. We need to win. We need to win now. And in the same breath, he says, I've been saying this for 23 years. Yeah, well, where the hell have the wins been in the last 23 years? Anyway, so we can get into some of the football uh, as well, too, specifically with Odell Beckham Jr. We did some of it last night. Kind of the same stuff tonight. I did see the movie Air last night, so we could get into that at some point. I did, again, hear Boomer and Geo discuss me. I don't know what's going on. I mean, look, we're all struggling for content at this particular point, dying for opening day, but please, I don't understand, uh, again, bringing this issue up. And I'm going to clear it up once and for all. We'll do that later on as well. We'll do it with a little fact or fiction because it's just, I mean, I get trying to have some fun, but it's just there's misinformation being spread, and it's annoying at times. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Back on the fan, 877-337-6666 is the number to call. Opening day is tomorrow. I cannot wait. Yankees. Actually, we have on in the studio here, whoever Keith probably had it on. Uh, Yankee Classics running back in opening day. 
Um, what year is this? 2001, maybe? What year is this with opening day here with the Yankees? I don't know. Um, either way, uh, watching some uh, old school baseball. Ooh, look at this, a little Volpe commercial. I can't wait to watch Volpe play this year. You know why? He's a ball player. Boy, and if he does stick at shortstop, you're talking about two good shortstops to watch. Lindor's a ball player as well. People don't give him enough credit for it. I feel like Lindor is almost underrated or underappreciated um, the, the way that it is. I know he had a bad first year in New York, but he was very good last year. Plays every day. Going to be better this year. More impactful defensively, especially with the shift rules. But Volpe, Lindor, think about how spoiled we are as baseball fans. Cole, Scherzer, Verlander, Judge, Alonzo. I mean, we got some talent. I just wish they were playing the same time every freaking night. But, I mean, you make it work. 877-337-6666. Linda is calling from Forest Hills. Linda, what's on your mind? Uh, good evening, Sal. How are you doing? I'm okay, Linda. How are you? Good. Um, once again, I happen to be on the same page with you with regards to the Mets. Um, I think the Yankees have the better shot this year. Am I saying that they will get to the World Series? No, but I definitely think they have the better shot. I I don't see the Mets uh, winning more than around 92 to 95 games. Yeah, but that's a lot. I mean, that's still a it's lot. It's a lot. It's still a lot. I agree, but... Um, with, they with, will not win as many as they did last year. 101 no. is a lot of wins. I mean, odds no, are they're, no. they're going to win in the low 90s, maybe mid-90s, which would still be, I think, a terrific season. At this point, I'm yes. I'm not even sure that's going to be the case. Exactly. That's my point. And, and you and I have discussed this team's need for an impact bat behind Alonzo ad nauseum. And um, to, I'm sorry... Daniel Vogelback as DH. No. What I would have done is I would have placed Beatty at third and made Escobar the DH and had Vogelback come off the bench. Which they may do eventually. Just not going to do it to start the year. Yeah. but I mean, that, and that's why I'm not going to get caught up on the roster right now because I know it's not going to be the same thing now as it is, you know... Um, come let's say June or July. Definitely, definitely not. But um, I just, I just, why, why did, why did Epler decide to send the kids down? I mean, we knew they're that- not ready. I mean, Vientos mm. is the only one, Linda, that you can make an argument for, and I think that has something to do with maybe the health of Nimmo, which is why they have LeCastro on the roster. Hmm. You know, maybe needing a center field. I don't know how healthy Nimmo is. Maybe they want him in the lineup, so they'll have him DH to start, and you have LeCastro playing center field or whatever. I mean, you fam in center field, you need a backup outfielder. Maybe that's the case. So I wouldn't, I, get, I wouldn't get caught up with it right now. The, the young guys, when they're ready, when their games are complete and don't have any holes in their games, they will be up here. There's no need to rush them. I just think that, before, even before the Diaz injury, they were thin in the lineup, and mm. now even more so. And I'll tell you one more thing: I, I honestly, as far as next offseason is concerned, I don't see Otani being such a slam dunk either. 
Well, I mean, he may want to go to the Dodgers. He may want to stay on the West Coast. It, That's he, what I think, yeah. He, but here's what the slam dunk is, and thank you for the call, Linda. We appreciate the positivity. The two of us together, problemo. I'm not even. I'm not going to be negative on the Mets. And look, if they win 95 games, you'd sign for that right now. I would probably sign for 93 wins right now in the postseason, regardless of division or not. Just get in the postseason and take your chances. And I do think the Mets, as we sit here right now on this March 29th, are nowhere near the team that they're going to be come August. I think they're going to be significantly better in August. Whether that means Beatty up, whether that means a bat or two in, whether that means a bullpen arm or two in, they will be better in August. But it just, you know, the, the fee, it's, it's, I guess when you have those expectations, there's a long way to go down from where they were a year ago and not that much room in front of you. The Mets still have to prove themselves to be a consistent playoff contender. And a lot went right last year. And they won 101 games. You know, everything was fine until they got swept in Atlanta. But the Mets will go out there and improve this ball club. That's one thing that you know with Steve Cohen. They will make the moves that they need to make. At some point. And I think they're going to have to to get to that next level. John is calling from Queens. What's up, John? Sal, I really think you hit your head on the way to work. Maybe. I, I, I Honestly, Alonzo gives you no reason to believe he's not going to hit another 40 home runs or more. We have a batting champion at second base. We have – Lindor is a proven, unlike the guy across town, proven – Winning shortstop, right? Mm-hmm. One of the best shortstops in the game. Escobar, the way he finished yesterday, last year, rather, you think Escobar is a, is a bigger chance or, or has less of a chance than Donaldson? Well, I think Escobar is uh, going to be better. Hell yeah, he's going to be better. And how about this? Wait, who won the Cy Young last year? American League Cy Young. Gee, am I am I am I? Right. Well, well, right. If, if you if you can place if you can place everything that happened last year to this year, then yeah, you're right. But it doesn't work like that. Well, but it doesn't work like that with Volpe either. He could be the next Kevin Moss. Correct. But the difference is the difference is the. excited about Kevin Moss too. Right, but this is not about Volpe. This is about the Yankees lineup. Look at the Yankees lineup in comparison to the Mets. It does not compare. I am looking at it. Right. How how so? Do you have a batting champion in America? And how about how no, about they, no? They don't have a batting champion. They have a guy that that broke records by hitting sixty-two homers last year. Yeah, but guess, how many Mets are you going to add up to get to Judge's sixty-two homers? Let me ask you a question. That same guy mm-hmm. would be available every year. Well, wait a second. So you think it's less likely that he's gonna, it's less likely that he's ever going to come close to no? But it's just it's just he's not going to play the whole year. Yeah, but look at the rest of the team. I mean, they are loaded everywhere. Okay, please tell me where the load. I just told you, Judge Stanton, Judge Stanton, Rizzo, Lemayu, Volpe. What do you mean? I'm asking you a question. Yeah, they're good. not better at first. They're not better at second. They're not better at short. They're not better at third. 
You know, they're not the, even better at center. Well, they're better at center if, if the big man's going to play in center. But if he plays in center, he won't finish the year. He'll get hurt. Watch it. Yeah. Well, he played center last year, I, and he did finish the year and didn't get hurt. So I, I did watch it. Yeah, but and and by the way, hurt, this was not this was not a Mets versus Yankees thing. It was more who I think sure right now. You said they have a better chance. Yeah, to go to the World Series right now. They're not in the same league. You know that, right? Yeah, I understand. Okay, so they had a better chance and they were loaded. So there are yes, because there are other there are other variables. Yes, they are, John. There are other variables there. Which league do you think is more difficult, the National League or the American League? I don't think they're. I don't think that's. I don't think either of them are more or less. There's, you're oh, like my God. Well, one of them's, one of them's tougher than the other, John. I'll help you out. It's the National League. One, which division do you think is tougher, the NL East or the AL East? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, do, you, what, do you pay attention to baseball? I mean, what do you mean you don't know? And These are easy questions, John. Now, I admit, I may be suffering from lack of sleep, but my goodness. I mean, there are, there are different variables. Who's closing games for the Mets? The Mets had the best closer in baseball last year. That gave them an advantage over Rails. They do not have that right now. The Yankees have some injuries to start, but those guys should be back by May. Rodon, Bader, the Yankees are a more complete team. That's the point. They're a more complete team and what I believe a weaker league. A weaker division and a weaker league. Those are the advantages that I give the Yankees over the Mets. The, the Yankees have bigger margin for error. Let's say Judge only hits, I don't know, 50 homers this year. Or let's say they don't get production from Volpe. They still have you know other spots you know, Judge, Stanton, Rizzo, LeMayhew, and then either Volpe, Donaldson, or Torres. One of those three. It could be all of those three. It could be two of those three. But just one of those three would take them to where they need to go. I didn't say the Mets were bad. I just said that they need everything to go right. They don't have that margin for error. They needed power to begin with. In that lineup. So they need everything to happen last year to happen again this year, plus need need new power. That's all. And Mets are good. I'm talking low 90s, win team, whatever. They're just, and to me, right now, they're not as complete as the Yankees. Chris is in Carmel. What's up, Chris? Hey, Sal. How are you, man? Good, Chris. How are you this morning? a little bit early for me. It's 1230. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, listen, real quick. Uh, just want to talk to you quickly on the Mets and uh, John Mara with the Giants. Uh, you know, I, I think for the Mets, and, and it scares me with no closer, but I think it's, you know, it's cliche. I think it's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, uh, relief by committee. I think, uh, you know, Sang is a question mark, but he could be an upgrade. The thing with Bassett is he always showed, he took the ball every fifth day. He gave you innings. I think McGill uh, and Robertson are going to, you know, it sounds stupid, but that Seth Lugo role, he could give you two innings, you know, every third day and just eat up innings and kind of bridge it to the end of the game. Um, but I, I think Robertson and uh, McGill are, uh, you know, now McGill may be a sixth starter out of the game. Yeah, they, no, they're sending, they, they sent McGill down. He, oh, they he, did? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. No, no, that's okay. He's going to be a starter. They They want him to... 
uh, at least for now. I mean, he's going to be a yeah. starter. Okay. Then I'll get quickly to the Giants. You know, um, it was interesting, and I've never seen this before, but I think it was two days ago out at the, you know, the owners' meetings or whatever it was, the league meetings out in Arizona. John Mara comes out, and he's being interviewed, and uh, first they touch on uh, Barkley, and uh, he, he's liking him. You know, I, I want to – he clearly said, I want to see him retire a giant. Yes, right. the market has reset itself. It's really going to be up to – you know, he put it on Shane and Dable and what they value, but he did say the running back market reset it. But then he mentioned Phil Simms, um, Lawrence Taylor, and then he mentioned uh, Tiki, which I was a little surprised at as, you know, that that's what he sees Barkley as, is, you know, started as a giant, homegrown, you know, ends his career here. And then they said, well, what about OBJ? And he went into great detail, like – he said he wants him back. He wants him in Giants uniform. And people, I was watching ESPN and uh, one of the guys. It was uh, Kellerman's. You know, hey, you know, he's got to stop meddling. And you know, he hired Dayball and Shane for a reason. And then I, so I thought immediately, I'm like, listen, that was calculated. They, you know, you've never seen you know Old Man Mara or John Mara go off the reservation. I think it was very calculated. I, I think it was in concert. And I'm just thinking this way. And then. You know, I saw another channel, or maybe on the computer, like, man, this was very, you know, it was a PR thing. You know, he kind of taking no, the I, I think, the chain but, and table. I, I think you know? Mara was being honest. I mean, he talked about his family giving him crap when they traded Odell away the first time and why they would want him back here. I think there's nostalgia involved there. You know, Odell was clearly a fan favorite. I, I think it would be a terrible move for either the Giants or the Jets to bring in Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. I think they need to move on. I, don't, I mean... Why go down that road? We don't even know the same, what, what type of player Odell is at this point. Now, it's it's hard for me to say because I'm not meeting with him. I would need to to give you a true answer, and thank you for the call, Chris. I would need to meet personally with Odell Beckham Jr., which is never going to happen. I don't really care enough to, and he's never going to meet with me anyway. But to give you a definitive answer on whether I would bring him into my team or not, I'd have to sit with him and ask him about some of the issues that I had in the past. See if he's matured. See if he's less selfish. See if he's accountable. Those are things that I think are important. We know what we, assuming that he's coming back healthy, we know what the talent could be. So that's not the question. It's not, I don't know if he's going to fit in as a football player. No, he'd be fine as a football player. Giants need him more than the Jets do. See, the Jets, I wouldn't mess with them because they have Garrett Wilson. And I don't want I want Garrett Wilson to be the guy. Garrett Wilson is a stud. He's the guy. You bring in Odell, you now neuter to a certain extent Garrett Wilson. I, and I, I don't think that's, uh, that, to me, that's counterproductive. Just let Garrett Wilson be the guy. You got Alan Lazard, you, you're fine. Hardman is there. You got your three big receivers. That's all you need. You can find some depth somewhere else. You don't need Odell Beckham Jr. There's only one ball. I'm telling you, it's going to be a problem. Now, for the Giants, they could use a weapon like Odell. But I just don't think it's worth the headache. If either team, to me, would do it, I I think it makes more sense for the Giants because they actually have a need at the position. And they know the player. They'll know if he's matured or not. And I trust Joe Shane more than I do Joe Douglas in this case. I think sometimes Douglas gets caught up in just the talent that he sees as opposed to thinking about the chemistry with the team. Jack is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Jack? Hello? Hi, Jack. Hi. First of all, I agree with you that the Yankees have a higher percentage, higher chances of winning the World Series because they're in a terrible league. But you can't compare the Mets to the Yankees. You go position by position. They're not uncomparable. You want to compare Alonzo to Rizzo. Who's better? 
I'd, Alonzo, have, I'd rather have Alonzo. By far. Who do you, who'd you rather? Uh, Jeff McNeil or a washed-up DJ LeMay who hasn't been good in three years? Well, I mean, LeMay is the DH. He's not second baseman. It's uh, Glaber Torres is their okay, second baseman. Who do you want? Glaber Torres has been... Has hasn't been good in five years. No, I mean, it depends. It depends what you want. I mean, Jeff McNeil is getting... who's who's a better hitter? Well, Jeff McNeil better hitter. Jeff well, McNeil destroys him. For well, hold on. Can I? You answer me the question. Can I finish? Can I answer it? You're asking me the question. Yeah. You want me? To, you want to answer it yourself, or can I answer? I, it? I want you to answer. Okay. Who's a better power hitter, Glaber Torres or Jeff McNeil? Glaber Torres. Okay. So thank you. So it, it depends on what you need or what you want. Obviously, McNeil the better hitter for average, sure. But the Mets lack power. Glaber provides power. The combination of why don't we do it this way? The combination of Lemayhu and Glaber Torres versus McNeil and Vogelback. Which ones are you taking? Um, it's a good question. I'll probably take I'd probably take Lemayhu and Torres by a very slight margin. But not all, right, all right, me too. But me too. But fair. All right. So go ahead. Go on a shortstop. Shortstop. You can't compare an unproven. Unproven rookie, an unproven guy to a proven superstar, you can't get better. Agreed, but that doesn't mean that Volpe's not going to produce. You don't know that. Oh, okay, so if you want to go down Volpe... Oh, no, it isn't. I'm not going... Uh, I'm not going... Alvarez Mets have three... Oh, three well, hold on. Al- Alvarez, Alvarez, was, get... Alvarez is not in the majors. Neither is Beatty. But they will be. No, no but they're not. Right. But they're not. Oh, will be. Who knows fine. what will be? Well, let's focus on that. By the way, I'm giving you Lindor. The Yankees be jumping from joy if Volpe... Does anything anything close to what Lindor does? Agreed, last. agreed. I'm not, I'm not saying well, it's said, it's uh, Volpe. I'm saying it's. I'm agreeing with you. Uh, listen you're to me. I'm agreeing that that the Mets. We I've currently basically went through that, and then third base Donaldson, who's was terrible last year versus Escobar, who was a, at least a. No, I, I think they're. I think hitter? I think it's a wash. I mean, I personally think Escobar is going to have a nice bounce back year, but I wouldn't be shocked if Donaldson did either. No, the okay. Yanks, I would I wouldn't be shocked either. But who is the better hitter right now? Oh, I, I think you got to give it a wash. Who's had a better career? Donaldson was terrible last season. Oh, okay, but Escobar, Escobar wasn't good outside of September. He was okay, at least. No, no he season. wasn't. Escobar was not very good until September. Okay, but his season numbers were... You 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 have to... It's at least a wash. You And even if you do favor Escobar, it's not by much. Okay, now let's get to the fun part. How about right field? So right field, you have Starling Marte versus... You have Starling Marte versus... Versus... Uh, Stan. Versus Aaron Judge. No, no, no. Versus John Carl Stan. Okay, I think Stan Monte is a better hitter. Then John Carl Stan? Yes. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. John Carl Stan then hits 240 with, with, with 29 homers and is injured half the time. Again, it depends Starling on what Marte you want. Was a, I, I like, who was, who was I, an all-star last season? Who was I, an all-star last I season? I like Starling Marte. John Carl Stan is a, an impact bat that Marte who, who is not. Who was an all-star last season? I don't care. What are we talking about? Do you want to go over a Stan's All Star appearances? Come on. But last season, Stan has since he came to New York has been decent. Yeah, and by the way, Stan's not even going to be their everyday right fielder. So who is it? So he's going to be the DH. What's he going to be? Well, he could he could be DH. He could be a little bit of left field. I mean, either way you either way you slice it, the Yankees have a significantly better outfield than the Mets. Significantly. No, who's so it's not the by, by the way, so, by the way, Stan Stan was an All Star too last year. Who's a left fielder? What's that? Who's a left fielder? Who? Who's the Yankees left fielder? Well, again, they're going to mix and match. I mean, it's going to be when Bader comes back, it's Bader in center field. Then it's going to be potentially Judge in left field, Stan in right. I mean, their okay. bench is going to be Cabrera. So Mark Cannon is a better hitter than Bader. Um, I mean, never mind. No, I don't think you could say. And by the way, Bader is brought here for defense, not to hit. So it's two different things. But, but that's my point. In, in terms of hitting, I think the Mets. I don't know what your point. Hitting. I don't know what your point is. You think the Mets are a better team than the Yankees, right? 
Yes, a much better lineup. No, oh, the Mets have a much better lineup. The Yankees have one significantly superstar back, Aaron Judge, and that's it. Right. And they have Rizzo, who's a good hitter. Go through. They must have Alonzo, McNeil, Lindor, Nimmo, Starlin Marte. These guys are those five guys. Are you're, you're worried about the wrong teams too. The Mets, and thank you for the call, Jack. You're worried about the Mets comparing them their lineup to the Yankees. How about in their own division? Mets as good as the Braves lineup. Mets as good as the Phillies lineup. It's the answer is no. It's not. So go position by position all you want. It's not really built like that for the Yankees, and it's not really built like that anymore in baseball. Maybe the Mets a little more set in those positions. You're telling me you'd rather have Nimmo, Marte, and Canna than an outfield with Judge and Stanton in it? I mean, come on. And I don't even like Stanton. The Yankees are a more complete team than the Mets. I mean, deal with it. Now, you want to go rotation? I love Max Scherzer. I don't know if I'd take him right now over Garrett Cole. But I think the Mets rotation overall has the potential to be better. Assuming that those two guys, Verlander and Scherzer, hold up. Cole's been durable. The other two are- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Not. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Got it back on the fan, 877-337-6666, going on 5 a.m., whatever it is you want to discuss. I'm here for you on this Wednesday morning. Christian is calling from Queens. What's up, Christian? Hello. Christian, are you there? Hello. Yo, what's up, Christian? Where you at? I'm driving home right now. I'm on the LIE. I just worked 15 hours. Oh. I'm waiting to hear from my cousin all night. That's a long shift. What's up, dog? How you doing? Good. What's on your mind? Listen, I've been hearing you. All you do is talk. Look, I know. I get it. Listen, I get it. I get it. It's your stick. You love to talk negative about the boys. So. It what drives boys? the views up. Everybody, everybody loves to hear. No, about it. hey, listen, listen, Christian. I don't do stick. I don't do stick. So I don't know what you're talking about. Cousin Sal, listen. No, don't call listen. me Cousin Sal. Either call me Sal or I'm going to hang up here. on you. We're here. This is where we are. This is it. 
These are our boys. This is what we're rolling in with. You Who? What are you talking? I don't know what you're talking about. Boys, this, that. Uh, you can you name so a team? Which team are you so talking negative? about? The Mets. Okay. Uh, you think I'm negative about the Mets? Yes. Who was the one person who predicted the Mets? You look for seat to complain about the Mets. Who was the one person in this town to pick them to win the division last year in May? Listen to me. You who was the person to pick them to win the division in May? Who was it? You. you. Thank yes, you. you. How am I negative? Get lost. How am I negative then? Nobody was more positive about this team than I was last year. I'm saying they're going to win in the low 90s. That's negative. Get lost. Good God. It really is unbelievable. How would you guys hear? Yeah, it's my shtick to be negative about the Mets. Other than last year, the entire season, the whole season, I was saying the Mets are going to win the division. And by the way, since Steve Cohen took over, I've been nothing but positive about the Mets. By the way, I'm still positive about the Mets. Just not World Series winning positive. That's negative? Saying that the Mets aren't going to win the World Series? You do realize they just lost their superstar closer for the entire season, don't you? What's the positive spin on that, Christian? What's the positive spin there? Well, at least he did it for playing for World Baseball Classic for his country. Is that what you're going to say? What's the positive spin there with Diaz out for the year? God, I mean, I said they're going to win in the low 90s. That's not good enough for you? Excuse me for having concerns. About a team with two 40-year-olds anchoring the rotation, both of whom have not been able to stay healthy fully through years. There have been issues at the end of seasons in particular, which is what you need to be good to go win a World Series. Excuse me for having concerns about a team who couldn't find a DH to save their season last year and haven't figured that out this year yet either with Vogelback, who stinks! He's terrible. He's as useless as the World Baseball Classic. Excuse me for having concerns. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm being overly negative. Bill is calling from Staten Island. Bill? How you doing, Sal? How are you, Bill? Good. I agree. Why is Vogel back on the team? I, I don't understand it. Look at the Phillies. The Phillies lost their first baseman. They're already negotiating with the White Sox to get Davin, uh, what's his name, Gavin Sheets. Why can't we use him? That guy's, that guy's a, uh, you know, a Kyle Schwab, a twin. Oh, I don't know who that bomb. is. I mean, look, they, they, if you could go back to last offseason, I guarantee you Steve Cohen would sign Kyle Schwab if he could go back and do it again. But even this this, this Gavin Gavin Sheets guy, this guy this guy's a power hitter. This yeah, I don't, I'm not, I don't know anything about him. I can't speak to Gavin Sheets, so I'm, I'm not, I'd be lying to you. Uh, I, I looked it up a little bit, but I don't. So the Phillies are pretty hot on him. So watch him go in there. Play, he plays first base and outfield. That's something that uh, Vogelback can't. Yeah, I mean, and you're right. If they don't do something by the trading deadline, this is a 90 win team. 
All right, but even so, that's not bad. Winning ninety. I, I look, don't think it's. Not, I don't think it's enough to get them in the wild card, though. I think they fall short of get a couple of games. What ninety wins? They're not going to make the wild card with the expanded postseason. I mean, the Phillies won what eighty six games last year, and we're in there. Well, they're going to win more than that. The Phillies, Phillies, Braves. I don't know. Let's put it together. I mean, there's you know a lot of teams got better. The Phillies won. 87 games last year. If the Mets win 90 games and don't make the playoffs, that would be a – there's no way that's happening. They, you, uh, 90 wins with the expanded postseason will get you in. Uh, I don't know. That's about it, though. That's, a, that's about as far as they'll get them, one round. Well, I mean, I don't. you don't know that, Bill, and thank you for the call. Talk about being negative. You don't know that. With the starting um, pitching the way that it could be – look, the, the Mets – here's what's disappointing about the Mets from last year. They had – Everything lined up the way that they wanted to. A division lead. There are three horses on the mound in Atlanta. DeGrom, Scherzer, Bassett. That's how you want it for a three-game series to go win the division. And they got their teeth kicked in. That's a problem. And then again, even though they didn't win the division, they had a chance to reset and still go back at it another time with those three guys again. Scherzer, DeGrom, Bassett. Two out of the three got their teeth kicked in. That's what's disappointing. Now, it's going to be a lot of work to get back to that point. And a lot has to go right for him. Lindor staying healthy, Alonzo staying healthy. If those guys stay healthy, they're going to produce. My issue would just be worrying about, you know, law of averages at some point. And already it's been a bad luck year for the Mets without Diaz. Some point, you know, maybe... They're not going to be able to play 160 games. I hope that's not the case. Marte, Nimmo, you have concerns about their health. And the Mets just don't have the wiggle room. See, the difference between, if you want to compare the Phillies, the Braves, the Yankees to the Mets lineup, is the power. Mets have some depth. And again, we're talking about, you know, they may not be as good a lineup as those other teams but they're still one of the better teams in baseball. But the difference is they're lacking power. And I really feel like, especially now, without Edwin Diaz, the Mets need more power. Bob is calling from Bayside. Good morning, Bob. Sal, I got to defend you on this thing here. Well, of course that. you do. First of all, let me say one thing. A lot of radio hosts, whether it be in sports or the political stations, they say things purposely to rile up controversy. That's not you. Correct. You, you honestly believed last May 31st, when, when, and I laughed because there was I so remember. much time. I, I laughed it because there was so much time left. How, to, how can a man make a, a It's over. It's over. So we went back and forth. But you didn't do it on purpose to, to, to create controversy. And, and, that, and that guy, Krishna, says you're doing shtick just to create controversy. And you're negative on. Let me tell you something. Nobody on this station all last year was more positive on the Mets than you. Thank you. And to a point where you were getting sick by, you thought I was just being a Mets fan homer. But I had a, a you know. No, no, no. I just said there was too much time left for you to well, make such well, a. Which is obviously true. You're right. But I felt it at the time. And let me just clear one thing up. Because there is, a, you know, this is a business now with these bullcrap hot take hosts. And they do say something to get attention. Listen to me loud and clear. I don't want the attention. Leave me the hell alone. I I don't say anything for attention. I say what I believe. I believe the Mets were going to win the division last year. That's why I said it. I'm saying right now I believe the Yankees are more complete 
and more likely at this particular moment to be a World Series team than the Mets. Not to drum up controversy. And right. I'm as, saying it because I believe it. I don't have shtick. I don't do that. All right. Let me, as JFK used to say, let me say this about that. <laughs> uh, the Yankees' only advantage, I happen to agree with this guy, Jack, the Mets lineup is pretty solid. And by the way, Marte missed the last, what, month and a half last year? Month, And yes. he was a big cog in their lineup last year. Well, that's what now, I mean with wiggle room, right, or margin right. for error, where the Yankees may be able to overcome a loss like that. The Mets cannot. The Mets need a, a, a better DH, a better power bat, uh, because after a lot, you don't have too many like home run headers on the day. Let me say one thing about where the Yankees really have an edge. Before Green went down, King went down, and Holmes went down, the Yankees had an unhittable bullpen last year. Now, if these guys are all healthy, that's where the Yankees have a huge edge, because in a long season, that, that bullpen, and especially with Diaz, the Mets are going to be blowing a lot of games. If Diaz was there, I would say that the Mets have the advantage there, and maybe my answer would bullpen, be different. Yeah. If, not, no, as a closer, you're right. Well, right. I, and but I get what I'm saying. From inning six to inning nine. Well, well, hold on. If the Mets had Diaz, see, to me, Diaz was such a difference maker last year that it separated the Mets from the Phillies, from the Braves, from the Yankees, because you knew that when they needed to get through an inning, whether it was the eighth inning, or the heart of the order, whether it was the ninth inning, close out a game, you knew Edwin Diaz was doing it. It was a weapon that other teams could not deploy. You're and right. Now, Sal, now but, the Mets but, don't have that. And now, now they're on a level playing field. And I do think the Yankees have more trustworthy arms. And, and bullpens are fickle year to year. But right the now. The way the game is played, Sal, from inning six to nine, the Yankee depth. It's unequaled if these guys, those three guys I mentioned are healthy. You know, it is interesting, though, when you and, – and believe me, this was not – I wish I had thought of this angle to start the show. I guess I just started talking about it by accident. But it is fascinating to actually go position by position and compare the two teams. If I ask you right now who's got the better starting rotation, as is right now, including the injuries, who would you favor, Mets or Yankees, Bob? Well, I think the, I think the lineup position by position is about equal. Let me give you well, one – Well, what about the rotation? What about the starting rotation? Well, I, I, I was the one who was telling you that two years ago, uh, Scherzer had a dead arm in September. And right. last year, in the three-game series against the Yankees, he didn't come up. In the three-game series against the Braves, he didn't come up. Come up. And in San Diego, he didn't come up. you got to worry about this See, guy. I worrying think Buck, but Buck better pace this guy. I'd rather have the Mets rotation. I'd rather have the Yankees lineup. And probably right now, I think I'd rather have the Yankees bullpen without Diaz. Let me say one thing as yeah. a Yankee fan. I don't know how they're bringing this guy Donaldson back. He's on the downside of his career. And I'll give you a statistic that somebody brought up. I didn't look it up, but I got it from somebody else. Go through Donaldson's entire career, even his good years in Minnesota or Montreal, wherever he was. He hit 25 points lower for his career at Yankee Stadium. That's something weird with this guy. He can't hit a Yankee and Stadium. And, you know, Boone says, and thank you for the call, Bob, good stuff. Boone says that... He believes Donaldson, J.D., as he calls him, is going to have a big year. As we welcome in Marco Belletti, Marco, do you feel the same, that J.D. is going to have a big year? Not even close. By the way, I don't know how much of this you've heard. I don't, it's turned into, which is actually, to me, an interesting conversation, turned into kind of a Mets versus Yankees position player, where you go position by position or, or you know, bullpen versus bullpen, rotation versus rotation. Okay. Because I said, I think right, right now, as we sit here right now, 
No, because we had expectations for each of these teams to make the World Series, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Odds on favorite. Yankees, I think, are number two uh, to, to win the World Series. The Beyond the Astros, Mets are like tied for third, whatever. But I, as we sit here right now, I feel like the Yankees are the more complete team and more likely to go to the World Series with other factors involved, meaning the AL East, the AL versus the NL, all those things. Where do you view those two teams as far as who's more likely right now, who built built better right now to get to a World Series? I would lean towards the Yankees. Not not only the Diaz injury, but I think you just hit it, the division. Uh, the Yankees' road to make the playoffs and to win the division is much easier than the Mets. It's not simple. It's not like the Rays are going to lay down, even though I don't know who the hell's on the team, but every year they're good. You know, it's not that it's going to be an automatic. The Blue Jays, mm-hmm. we still expect them to be what they are and they can mash the ball. The Mets... Division. I mean, the NL East is a beast. You you know every team. There's so many games that there. It's just going to be a grind all the way through. So that automatically puts the Yankees a little bit of a leg up, simply because of right. the competition. Now, the AL still has the Astros, but there's still plenty of good teams in the National. It's like the Padres or the Dodgers yeah, are not like going to cause a problem. I feel you know? like the NL is is top heavy as well, not just the NL East. The the better teams. Yeah, there's still good teams. Toronto, Seattle could be They're a just more Houston. complete, though. Yeah. Uh, there's more complete teams in the National League. Again, the Blue Jays, you look at them in the lineup, but you just never really truly trust them. There's two teams in the American League that you that stand out. It's the Astros and then the Yankees, a complete full step behind them. By the way, my feeling on this might be totally different if not for the Diaz injury. Like, I really feel like that is a... People are overlooking it just because it's like, all right, well, you know, he only pitched 62 innings. It's a closer. It could be worse. No, he made, he helped make that team what it was last year. And it's basically the same team now coming back without maybe their biggest weapon. Well, that's a problem. And this is something that you and I argued with in the offseason of making the team. The the team is the same as it, as last year. They basically came back with the same exact club. You know, you you. You inserted a couple of guys. You took a couple of guys out. I mean, really, you just, you know, mix and match. Yankees are basically the same team, too. The Diaz injury is huge. I understand. For me, though, I still feel like if you're going to have an injury that's catastrophic, none of them are good. I'd rather it be to my closer. I can make that up. I can figure that out. You give me the entire season, I can figure out how to work my bullpen, although the Met bullpen is not strong enough. I feel like they needed to do a little bit better. They did better than they were last year, but I still don't like Adovino. I don't trust him in a big spot. Robertson's still on the downside. He was a good pickup, but I don't love Robertson. Like They don't have a lights-out guy minus Diaz. So this is going to be something they're going to have to mix and match, and they're going to have to figure it out. But I do think come July, when you're on the market, one thing you're going to be able to find Bullpen arms. I know, I know that sounds not, like it's an easy like, thing. You forget the Diaz of last well, okay, year. Okay, so the point is they need to then build the offense to where it can compete right. with the Phillies, Braves, but Yankees. That's the whatever. point. You can over, you can compensate for a closer. You can't compensate if if Alonzo goes down or if Lindor goes down. If you lose one of your everyday players that is an, a cog in your lineup. That can't be overcome. You're not going to find that guy. There is no Alonzo on the street that you're going to find in July. I can find an arm to go with the rest of the arms and mix and match and figure it out. You might even find a closer on the market. You're not going to get Diaz from last year, but newsflash, you weren't going to get Diaz from last year anyway. Right, odds are he wasn't going to be as good. possibly do that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know what? As much as, again, he put all that stuff to bed. God, he was so good. I know. You know me, it was the biggest Diaz. And by by the way, it wasn't just, oh, I hate Edwin Diaz. It was that he sucked. I know. In 2019, he was awful. And here's the thing. And again, I'm I'm, I'm not discrediting. But if he had a rough couple of weeks in April, 
would we start going, ooh, uh-oh. Can he yeah. rebound now? Right. Because it was so easy last year. I know. It was but, so easy. And, and look, maybe that would have been a different – it would have been. Not maybe. It would have been a different problem at a, a, a different time. But when you lose him two weeks before the start of the season, off of what he did last year, you're right. Like, m- maybe he wouldn't have done what he did last year. But to have it happen like this, to me, that's a gut punch that I don't know – if they can recover from. As time I, goes I on, do. they'll start to get over it. Um, they can't, look, not good. None of these things. I'm, I'm not sugarcoating. Not good. However, that's one spot that you can figure it out. Because I keep looking back. I mean, when the Nationals won the World Series, who the hell was their closer? Yeah, I know. They used uh, some of their starters. They moved them to the bullpen, right? Didn't they do I, I that? Mean, who was closing games? Was it games? Daniel Hudson they had? I, I uh, doing Hunter Strickland? Like, who, who, yeah. who the hell was closing games? You know, same thing with the Astros. Like, yeah. as, as good as their bullpen, Presley wasn't that good. Right, but the Mets aren't as good elsewhere. That's the problem. But you can find it. You can. By the you way, can find it. By the way, the one thing, like I feel like people are devaluing and dismissing the regular season. Oh, is that Ventura homered in this game? I'm watching. We're watching the 2003 opening day. That bothered me seeing Robin Ventura as a Yankee. I didn't realize he, he homered. Was, he was an All Star in 2002. Uh-huh. Gone halfway through, traded to the Reds in 03. Anyway, um, for Aaron Boone, by the way. What was I saying? <laughs> I Aaron <don't> Boone. <laughs> um, oh yeah, people are devaluing. The regular season. But I feel like with the Mets, it's ve- like the Yankees are going to coast to the playoffs. They always do, right? They, they're loaded. Worst case, Yankees win 92 games and they're going to be in the postseason. With the Mets, they've only been in the postseason in consecutive years twice in their history. 99 and 2000, 2015, 2016. This is a big year mm-hmm. for this franchise to really take that step in the next direction under Steve Cohen. And I feel like the regular season, especially early on with the question marks, that they have with the age of Scherzer and Verlander. I know it's not as important as September, October, but I do think it's important that the Mets kind of establish themselves coming off of the heels of last year and the way that they went out last year. I think it's important that they have early season success. I think that's totally fair. I mean, it's not just the history because some of that stuff can get overblown and, you know, Justin Verlander doesn't care what the hell the Mets did in 1997. Like, that's not going to concern him, neither Max Scherzer. But I do think for the Met club, when you combine the Diaz injury – Plus, the way the season ended, I do feel like they need to get off to a good start just for their mindset and because the division is going to be such a pain in the ass. Right. It's not going to be easy with the Phillies. It's not going to be easy with the Braves. And let's be fair, as bad as the Marlins are, they always seem to play the Mets tough, and there always seem to be a problem and a thorn in somebody's side when they win 78 games, and you don't know why. So it's not that simple to just say, well, you'll turn it on. Like, the Yankees have done that way too many years, and that's something that they need to do a better job of, too, where it's, ah, you'll figure it out, you'll turn it on. That help. It's helpful when the rest of your division sucks. When your division's really good, it's really hard to just, and there it goes. Because the Mets don't have, I don't love the lineup. I don't feel like they have enough depth. Right. I know they need some more power. That's kind of the point, I guess. But I think part of that is just the depth in general. One injury should not derail your entire season. And I do feel like the Mets are a little bit thin in a lot of spots where it feels like one six-week injury could really cripple them. And that's not good. And by the way, the Mets' regular season last year was very entertaining. Yankees was kind of boring because they were you know so good in the beginning. And they ran it basically put the division out of reach, mm-hmm. even with a little scare late. I think you will have a very entertaining regular season from both these teams. Even though we feel like it's a foregone conclusion to make the playoffs, I really do feel like the Yankees, at least it'll be more competitive in their own division as opposed to last year where they kind of ran away. To me, if the Yankees don't get off to a good start, they may struggle. 
I, I truly believe that. I know, but it's the same thing. Then they'll struggle, and then they'll make a move, and then I, boom, I, they take I, off. And- I, I get it, and that's why it's, some of it almost feels like happenstance, but I'm really – I was very disappointed in the offseason for the Yankees because they basically said, we're good enough. And if we go back to last year at this time, we were having this conversation. The Yankees weren't supposed to run away with the division. They weren't supposed to be even the, people picking them uh, finish four to not even win the yeah. to not even make the playoffs. They're not as good as they think they are. Yeah, you might because be right. I look back at that team last year. They got off to a ridiculously hot start where everything went right, and most of it was predicated well, on pitching. It, doesn't it depend? We'll get to the update here in, in one second. Doesn't it depend though on how you view? I mean, they have the guys that you can picture Donaldson. I mean, I know he sucked. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying he's at least got the track record. Like, he's done it before. If everything goes according to what Volpe has done in the spring and the projections, they're going to have much better play at shortstop. Mm -hmm. Judge, Stanton, LeMayhew back healthy, Glaber, Rizzo. Like, those guys have done it before. Even Trevino was an all-star last year at catcher. It's not like they have guys who haven't done it. Yeah, and I can look on the other side of it and say Anthony Rizzo's had his career high in homers. Is he going to do that again? Right. Aaron Judge hit 62 last year. Is he going to be anywhere close to that? Harrison Bader, as much as we like the flashes, never on the field. Aaron Hicks, is that a lost cause? Looks right. like it to me. Donaldson looks washed. Is he going to automatically yeah. hit the fountain of youth? Anthony Volpe looks great, and I'm thrilled about it. He's also a rookie. He's going to go through his ups and downs. Jose Trevino picked up off the scrap heap. Nobody knew who the hell he was. Now he's an all-star. You think he's going to be able to duplicate that again for the next year? DJ LeMahieu hasn't been healthy. They still don't know what the hell's wrong with him. And he's back, and they're still kind of like, yeah, I think he's okay. So there's a, to me, there's a million question marks and the for the rotation Yankees. too. It's just that we see the names... And we fool ourselves to say, "I'm brainwashed." I'll look at admit, the back of the card. I'm admit. I'll admit, I'm brainwashed. Growing up in the dynasty in the See, '90s, we look at two things with the Yankees, and we all do it. And I'm guilty of it too. We look at the name in the back, and we go, "Well, the baseball card says he's going to bounce back and be fine." I look at the uniform, and the name on the front says Yankees, so he'll be fine. The, the, the pinstripes, and the hat. It's not true. Yeah, it's not true. This is the same club that struggled to make the wild card a year and a half ago. This is the same team. Right, but I didn't think they were going to be any good last year going in. Look what happened. And they got off to a great start, and then look what happened. They fizzled down the stretch. It was all predicated on pitching. So what do you think they are, closer to what they did in the first half or more in the second half? I I think they're more of the second half. I think they're a team that is 90 wins. I really don't think they're that good. Could they they put together something? Sure, because their pitching is solid. Their bullpen's very good. That's the one aspect that they actually have a big advantage on people. They have a really good bullpen. They have holes left and right, and they have guys that have question marks all over the place. Yeah, we just we convince ourselves that it's not true because it says Yankees on the uniform. And it's kind of what I was saying to start the show that the expectations for both these teams are World Series or bust, and I don't really think either of them are there right now as currently constructed. By the way, we're going to break a record right here as we get to the update at thirteen. No update. Well, I mean, we could say I that need you up- to read the sponsors. Well, it is brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Superbook is sponsoring this entire. Segment, segment, of course. Yes. yes. As a matter of fact, I do want to go to Superbook real quick if we could pull it up and see. I actually have to film a video for them, which I'll do later on today. But I just want to see the odds. Ooh, look at that. The um, uh, game odds are up already. Uh, but the I want to see the futures. Yeah, World Series, according to Superbook, Yankees are plus 700. That is the favorite along with the Astros and Dodgers. And the Mets are right there at plus 800. I mean, so even though we talk about potential weaknesses with these teams and holes with these teams... Astros, Dodgers, Yankees, all the same odds to win the World Series. Mets and Braves right there. And then behind them, Padres, Blue Jays, Phillies, Mariners. Look, I'll say it in this regard. 
if you put these teams exactly where they are, which is basically, like I said, almost a replica of last year, you put them in October, would you feel good matched up against some of the other better teams in the league? Who? The Yankees and the Mets. Both of them. You see, the, are the Yankees better than the Astros now than from last year? You take these no. two teams, put them in the playoffs, are they better than the Astros? No. Are the Mets better than the Padres? Are they better than the Phillies and the Braves? Right now, I don't think so. I mean, the pitching could be the difference, right? As I was saying, the Mets had that pitching lined up the way that they wanted it last year, and it didn't work out. So we go by the idea of we're looking at the seven-game series, and we're forgetting the marathon that it takes to get there. Which are two different things. They really are. And again, the Yankees have been built over the years, built well for the marathon, built poorly for the sprint. Can't hit in the big series, can do it over the long stretch because they eat up a lot of bad pitching. Right, the, the Mets are the opposite. Mets are the opposite in the fact of you think that this pitching should be able to get you over the hump in a short series, but you're concerned about the lack of depth in the lineup and in the bullpen to be able to get through the grind of the 162. Now, again... Well, I'm concerned about the Mets in the postseason, though, too, whether it's the bullpen, whether it's those guys holding up with Scherzer and Verlander because we saw last year, and the age. lineup a little bit. Yeah. yeah I mean, there are a lot of concerns there. Uh, again, I, I just I feel like the Yankees, again, we keep going back to the idea of, you know, we expect it to be fine. I think that this team will struggle more than most people assume simply because we're still waiting for the team of that first half. And I think everybody forgets, and I was saying this last year, that's the Mirage. The team that was off to a 60-20 and 20 start, that's the Mirage. The team that you saw down the stretch and the team that you saw couldn't hit in the postseason, that's who they are. Yeah, I mean, that's, and that's why I think it's going to be fascinating to see how it goes here, which is why maybe early on people are like, yeah, well, April games, they don't matter, no nonsense. I think both these teams, it's going to be you know, curious to see what they are from jump and you know, maybe can set a tone for the season with both the teams, with the question marks that they have, with the injuries. And I do think that it's been downplayed a little bit, like no Rodone for the first month. It's like, oh, okay, well, what's the big deal? Because he'll be back by May. The first month really doesn't matter. Oh, no, you don't know. I mean, maybe the Blue Jays get off to a red-hot start and the Yankees struggle a little bit. Look, the Rodon thing, the Severino thing, the Yankee entire rotation being decimated by injury. Yeah, Cortez is he's healthy, but he's still kind of like, uh. so I get all <laughs> that. I get all that. And yeah, that's some of that stuff you can you can glaze over because you keep saying, well, get me to October. As long as Rodon and Severino are healthy in October, and I, I'm with you, but you need depth. And I think the Yankees are actually okay with the depth that they have that they can possibly make up for that because they have a good bullpen and because they do have enough options in the Hermans and the Schmitz and the Brita. They have some guys that they right. can roll out there. And That's where the Mets go- have hurt themselves over yeah. the years where they were going to, yeah, I know he turned into a song, Chris Flexen. And like guys, they were just like, you're not a major leaguer. Right. You're, you're a quadruple A at best. Well, now they shouldn't have that. Well, now they bring in you know Dylan Bundy. They got Tyler Romagill. That's, that's where a good team and a long season should be able to get you through. That's the depth. That's my concern for the Mets in the lineup. Because what happens if Alonzo goes down no, for six screwed. weeks? No, they're They're done. They're toast. They That's have nobody. my concern. That's kind of the point. The Yankees can withstand even losing one of those guys. Even judge for three weeks, four weeks, whatever they could withstand. Which is, it. I think, going back to my point, the Mets at their peak are better than the Yankees at their peak. The Yankees are just better built to withstand some of the bumps that come along the way. Interesting way to put it. And I think I agree with that. You know, but again, I, I still... If, go- right. If everything goes perfectly for both teams... I think you can make an yeah. argument the Mets are better. Yeah. If everything goes perfectly. Yeah. I, but when I, does everything go perfectly? That's and the thing. It already hasn't. That's the they thing. lost their closer. And the depth, that's the part of it. And that's why I didn't like the way the Mets kind of handled the situation with their DH, with their outfield. And this is why I was so over the moon that I thought, man, the, the Correa deal. I know we're going back. But it was like, wow, that's the piece. That's the lineup. That's the bat. 
I know it fell through. We can argue over whether they should have done it or shouldn't have done it, but that was the last piece that they needed. That was the thing that could have got them over the top to get them through some of the depth issues that they had. The Yankees, I thought, should have did that with Yoshida in the outfield. They didn't do it. Maybe Benintendi. They didn't do it. Now they're in that same boat. They're better built for the depth, but they don't have the guys that can, to me, when two guys don't hit, the whole lineup doesn't hit. They could have added something to it. Now they put it on a rookie and said, you be the spark plug. Yeah, you we'll be the guy that gets us over the top. And, and we'll dangerous. see if he can be a difference maker. All right, Marco, we appreciate uh, – I mean, geez, we went like 25 minutes right there. Let's get back to the calls here. Eight seven. No, no, you're good. I appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 